So when we talk about how to differentiate yourself, it's not about, oh my gosh, you must have a niche. There's riches in the niches. Hey, that's totally cool. My niche is people I enjoy working with. Welcome to Gentle Frog's Bookkeeping Lilypad, your cozy corner of the podcasting world, where numbers tell a story and bookkeeping blossoms into an adventure. My name is Rachel Barnett, and I'm glad you're here. This podcast is for bookkeepers who enjoy authentic, unfiltered, and always encouraging friend to talk shop with. We will be discussing what it's like to own and operate a small bookkeeping business. In this episode, I want to talk about differentiating yourself. Differentiating yourself specifically as a bookkeeper who is different from other bookkeepers. I'm working on creating a course. The course is going to be diagnostic reviews and cleanups. And I thought what would make this more fun is if I had discovery calls. So I reached out to some friends and I said, hey, who's got some time to help me with discovery calls? What I wanted to do is have bookkeeping friends meet me on Zoom and pretend to be a client. The purpose behind this is to make the course more interesting and also to give a kind of an example of what it's like. Give a discovery call and then the things happen. While I was talking to these people, I noticed they did a really good job of differentiating themselves. After we went through the mock discovery call, we went into a little bit about them and kind of created some interview style commercials for them. The first person I spoke with is a gal named Terry Bork. Her business is Abacus Girl. Terry and I have been Facebook friends for a while. I talk to her on a semi-regular basis and I know she listens to this, but I really wanted to call her out and point attention to her because she's really good at articulating who she is and what she does. One of the industries she serves is funeral directors. Now, I've never given any thought to the funeral industry outside of the TV show Six Feet Under. I like that Terry is so warm and so approachable It really is the kind of person who has the compassion to work with other people who have extreme compassion. While talking to Terry and while looking at her website, she was very clear. She said, this is not the only industry that I work with, but it's definitely one of the primary industries I work with. The reason I bring this up is because now that I know this, I know something different about Terry. As I look through my emails and my Facebook Messenger messages, I now have something to latch on to. When I think about Terry, I think about a person who is extremely compassionate, a person who wants to travel around America in her RV. But I also think about here's a person who chose the niche of funeral directors. I think that to be a funeral director requires a special personality and to work adjacent to them has got to require a special personality. Not that it's good or bad, more that I think I would just be too sad to do that. So I like that a lot. The second person I spoke with is a gal named Christy Decker. Christy has a business called Bay Point Bookkeeping. What I liked about Christy was when we got to the part of talking about her and her business, she got extremely passionate and lit up. She works with construction. She's not the first person I've talked to who works with construction. What made her different, though, was just the way she described the things that she does. And even more than that, it's the things that she does. And so when we talked and we talked about victories, she said one of her victories is that she helped a client who was in a a tough spot and had been losing some money and, and just showed him how to organize himself better, talked to him about what kind of jobs to bid on and what kind of jobs to not bid on because they weren't profitable. As the conversation progressed, she talked about how she helps people set up software. So I asked her more about it. I'm like, okay, well, what if the client does not want ongoing bookkeeping? And she said, it's no problem. She'll consult and she'll help people get set up with a system. 
they don't need to commit to being with her long-term. So that was fantastic. I talked to her about what happens when a client isn't very tech savvy. And she said, that's fine too. Some of her clients are super tech savvy and she gets to implement all this great software and help them do these magical things. For her less tech savvy clients, she holds a big place on her heart and she says, no problem. I'm going to work with you where you're at. She does a thing which I would never do. She lets people send her pictures of the jobs they're working on. And then from the picture, she does the behind the scenes work to make sure their accounting is organized. The same with Terry. When I go back and I look at my list of conversations and I think about people I've worked with and gotten to know, I know a lot more about Christy from having had talked to her for 30-ish minutes than what I'll put into this podcast. But what I really came away from it was just knowing what made her unique and different from any other bookkeeper. But even more so, knowing what made her unique and special is a bookkeeper focusing in construction. The third example I have of a person who's really good at articulating what makes them different is Amanda Root of Root Systems Bookkeeping. Now, Amanda is someone who didn't help me with the project that I'm working on. She's just a person I've known for years. Amanda's very nice and very clear about what she does. She works with nonprofits. Amanda, like everybody else here, is very nice and very clear about what she does. Amanda niches in nonprofits. That is her jam, her specialty. What makes Amanda different from other people I know who work with nonprofits is that it's difficult to get onto Amanda's schedule. I like this. I give Amanda huge props. When I want to refer somebody to her, I ask her, do you have capacity? Can I refer somebody to you? Or are you maxed out? Amanda's never been a person to just start outsourcing and hiring because she has opportunities and she just wants to scoop up everything. She's the kind of person who is looking for the right fit client, not just a nonprofit, but a right fit nonprofit. And then when she considers expanding her team, she's looking for the right fit human, not just a right fit person looking for a job or some sort of random offshore firm that she found. What I really wanted to drive home is that I talk to bookkeepers all the time because I know bookkeepers and bookkeepers know me and we get each other. If we run out of things to say, we can just talk about accounting software. Talking to bookkeepers is a safe space. Small talk looks much different than talking to somebody outside of my industry. Because I talk to bookkeepers all the time, sometimes it's hard for me to remember what somebody specializes in or what makes them unique outside of I enjoy their personality. I like having things that I can latch onto and remember about people because when somebody calls me and they're not a good fit for General Frog, I need a place to refer them to. I don't want to just say, oh, I talked to so-and-so earlier today and they're cool. You should talk to them. I really want to think about the personality of the person who has just called me. And I want to think about their industry. I want to think about, I know a person who works with that industry and I know their personality well enough to think this might be a good possible match. When I speak to bookkeepers and they tell me their niche is small businesses or small service-based businesses, I'm really struggling to identify how will I know if I should refer them or the other half a dozen people with the same niche. Now, this is coming from someone who really doesn't niche. Megan and I will tell you that our niche, at least for bookkeeping, is going to be nice clients. And that's very much the case. I don't mind that I can't articulate a niche outside of training. For me, it very much is personality-based. I'll talk to anybody. If I think that I can help the client, and if I think the client, me and Megan, are going to be a good fit, then certainly we'll take it on. 
if I don't think that we're going to be a good fit, then I'll go back to my Rolodex and think about who might be a good fit for a particular situation, right? I'm that old. I have a Rolodex. If you have no idea what that is, just imagine a bunch of business cards stapled around a spinny wheel. It is totally fine to not have a niche. It's totally fine to not differentiate yourself. But if you are, that's going to give people like me a better opportunity to refer you out to other people. I think this is a good time to talk about ways that you might differentiate yourself. So you might have a niche. We've talked about that. Another way you might differentiate yourself would be with certifications. You should, at the very least, have a certification in whatever accounting software you're using. That just seems like the very minimum bar. But on top of that, do you have any other certifications? I recognize that they're not at all necessary and you don't have to have them. But if you do, it's a differentiator. What are the services that you're offering? Somebody asked me today what services we offer for bookkeeping. And I said, we offer after the fact bookkeeping. So we're going to record the entries after they've happened. We're not going to make your invoices. We're not going to pay your bills. We're not going to collect your time cards. I'm going to take us back just a moment to Christy. When I asked Christy about the things that she does, she said she'll do basically all the things that need to get done. She'll consult on different software that construction clients might need. She'll help her construction clients put together project management software. She'll help them understand how profitable their individual jobs are. She'll help with forecasting. So I think that's a good differentiator. Not that one is right or one is wrong, but rather knowing what your sweet spot is. Mine and Megan's sweet spot involves being the quiet behind the scenes people that just helps you get your stuff done. Other people really love working with their client hand in hand and having regular meetings, going over the metrics and the KPIs and the congratulations, you've made these changes. Other people really enjoy meeting with their clients and going over the metrics and the KPIs identifying and tracking their progress towards goals. These are not things that we enjoy. It's not good or bad. It's more just if I know or I hear of a client that says, I want to have monthly meetings and I want to know if I'm on target for whatever, that's my clue that perhaps I should refer them out. I'm not going to enjoy that experience. Megan won't enjoy that experience, but I'll know people who do. Let's talk a little bit about other services. One of the things that we don't offer is wrangling time cards and processing payroll. There are a lot of firms that do that. For example, Shannon Thies, also known as the Payroll Queen, who owns Payroll Solutions Plus, she loves wrangling payroll and untangling payroll. There's two things that you'll never see me doing. So when I think about or when I hear of situations where people want um, payroll corrected or they need an outside person to help them with payroll, I know one, that's not my jam and two, who enjoys it. If you're the kind of person who enjoys helping people with their payroll, that's the sort of thing you should let potential clients know as well as other bookkeepers. Maybe you're a person who doesn't mind creating invoices for your client's clients, or maybe you don't mind following up your clients on their outstanding invoices. What I mean by this is if your client has accounts receivable and their clients haven't paid the outstanding invoices, are you willing to call your client's client and just say, hey, need you to pay this bill? Are you willing to send an email to follow up? Hey, this is the accounting department of ABC Corporation. Just check in on your outstanding bill. These are different ways you can differentiate yourself. You can say, I'm totally up for that. I got no problem with that. You might look at accounts payable and say, well, one of the ways that I differentiate myself is that I'm willing and able to process people's accounts payable. 
I have these third-party systems that I like to use. There are checks and balances, so the client always approves the money before it goes out, but they don't have to worry about it. They can just send me all their bills. I'll get it organized and make sure stuff is paid on time. And if there's any sort of early payment discounts, I'll make sure we take advantage of that. Or if they're in a tough financial position, you might be the kind of person who says, no problem. I'm totally happy to help this client organize and prioritize which bills need to get paid so that everything does get paid. It it just gets paid when it gets paid. So when we talk about how to differentiate yourself, it's not about, oh my gosh, you must have a niche. There's riches in the niches. Hey, that's totally cool. My niche is people I enjoy working with. There are other ways to differentiate yourself. One of the ways that I try to differentiate us is to come across as kind and gentle and warm, to come across non-judgmental. And just to let people know we're here to help. We're not the team that you'll hire if you need someone to help you aggressively grow. We are the team that you're going to hire if you are got behind on your stuff and you're terrified or you're overwhelmed or any of that and you just need a gentle solution. In many cases, we're the people you hire and later outgrow, and that's okay. Okay.